This episode contains spoilers for Interview with the Vixen and Field Notes on Love. Listen at your own risk. Hello and welcome. This is the Riverdale High AV Club and... The Island Library Podcast. To introduce myself, I'm Megan. Oh yeah, I'm Ezra. Sorry, I forgot <laughs> about that part. I'm Laura. And I'm Joe. Perfect. Yay! We're doing a super fun crossover episode where we talk about books. Where all our universes collide and... <laughs> You're listening to the Riverdale High AV Club on an island with a library. It's a, it's a nice little cinematic universe crossover, guys. Be careful of the crabs. They do bite. Oh, good oh, to yes. know. Keep that out. That same is true in Riverdale, actually. Yeah, all those Riverdale crabs. Yeah, that was their sports team, the Fighting Crabs. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, there's probably something super generic. Bulldogs? I don't know. Maybe. Sounds about right. I believe we have a random question to get us started. Yes. So, on the island, we tend to do a a question of the week, and I normally sing the intro, but I'm not going to do that today. <laughs> Just because <laughs> I've got more of an audience. But normally on the island, I put Laura under pressure and ask her a fun question. So I thought I would bring that to this podcast with me today. Please. So it's a this or that, and it has come from Holly Wang. That's who the story template is from, so that's where I've stolen nice. it from. So the first one is Netflix or YouTube? Ooh. I, I think I th YouTube. I think YouTube also, yeah, <laughs> honestly. Which is funny because all the shows we talk about on the podcast are on Netflix, but <laughs> all the shows I watch for endless hours while I do other things in my life are on the, YouTube. The Archie TV movie from the 90s is also on YouTube. So that is true. That's if you want to watch to Riverdale list. and back that's again. That's a pretty major selling point then, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, pretty great. Right? What about you, Laura? Uh, probably YouTube. I think I spend more time on YouTube than Netflix, although yeah. I would be sad to give it up. Yes. Yeah, I oh, agree. agree. <laughs> yeah, no, very sad. So next one, phone call or text? Oh, God, text. <laughs> yeah, I think text. Uh, yeah. If my go-to is to text to see if I can call someone, then I, it's a text, <laughs> I think. I only call my mom or my wife. No one else. Yeah. <laughs> if I call my mum, I have to start the call by saying, don't worry, there's no bad news. Because normally when we call each other, it's because there's been some kind of tragedy that has mm -hmm. to be addressed right away. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 100% text. So I'm against the grain. I'm phone call. Whoa, just because really? I really yeah. struggle with text messages. Like Laura knows this. Like if I'm having a stressful moment, I ring <laughs> because I can hear people's tone. Mm. Because that from is text, true. I feel like it's quite open to interpretation. Oh, and I, then I get myself really worked up even more. So I prefer phone calls. That's fair. I mean, the worst part about a text is you can like sit there and keep like looking back at it and be mm -hmm. like, well, what if they meant it this way? Yeah, and it just like it slowly drives you insane. I yes, definitely exactly. need a hundred emojis in all my texts, though, <laughs> yeah, because same. like I have one friend who will just text back like, "Okay, no emojis, no exclamation mark," and I'm like, "Oh my god, she's mad at me. She's don't want to be my friend anymore. She hates me. What did I do?" <laughs> a certain male relative of ours is very. Are you bad mean at dad? That. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dad Ugh. is really bad at that as well. So my mom went for a stage of just putting K. Oh god. Okay. Oh. And I was oh, yeah. like, you gotta stop that. You gotta stop god, that. God the anxiety that <laughs> yeah. would give yeah. me. Every now and then I'll yell at dad and then he'll send me like seventy five emojis with every text <laughs> and I'm like, this is so much better. <laughs> it really is. You think this is overkill, but for me this is like about right. <laughs> I'm so soothed by this. So next one. TikTok or Instagram? Instagram. I'm so old, I don't know how TikTok works. <laughs> My girlfriend uses TikTok, and I watch the ones she shows me with dogs in it. Um, but yeah, Instagram all the way, really. Laura, what about you? Yeah, Instagram. I uh, I have a friend who got super into TikTok, and she started showing me them, and you know they're funny, but I don't I don't understand. And then people are mm -hmm. like, oh, I love grass TikTok with all the <laughs> grass bio, and I'm like, I I love that that's a thing, but I don't understand. So yeah. I'll stick to Instagram. It gets so niche. 
So I love Instagram, but during lockdown, I have really got into watching people's TikToks just because <laughs> some of them are hilarious. And then I swiftly get, went off it again because of Draco talk, like Draco Malfoy's TikTok. Like it's not him, it's Whoa. people like being him. That's Honestly, hilarious. just go down it. Like I'm not hating. <laughs> but also I was like, okay, this has made me feel really old now. So I'm going to go back to the gram. <laughs> Interesting. Where I obviously belong. <laughs> yeah. It's called Graham for a reason, right? Like, yeah. 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 Gran. It's, it's Gran, actually, but someone misspelled <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Instagram. Uh, laptop or tablet? Oh, laptop. Here I am at my desktop. Um, <laughs> I guess laptop. Yeah, try and take that on a plane with you, Megan. I know. I had to buy a laptop this year because I was like, I guess I'd need one. <laughs> yeah. Laura? Yeah. Laptop. Um, I do, I do have a tablet somewhere that I was bought as a present about four years ago that every so often comes out because it's like super portable. But now we named her Lisa. She's now really old. And every time we turn her on, she has to download a million updates and she's getting slower and slower oh, each no. time. Oh no. And we're like, I'm so sorry, Lisa. We don't take proper care of you. So that's, that's my only experience with a tablet experiencing intense guilt. Like, <laughs> I don't think I'm doing this right. The laptop we got. It's like any piece of technology, can, like, man fold it around backwards and then it kind of turns into a tablet so that's my wife does all the technology and i'm just like is that like a laplet then i guess or a desktop it's like you're breaking a spine and you just turn it around backwards and then it's like in tablet mode and it's like a giant cell phone and i don't know what to do with it wow that makes me a bit uncomfortable i know she'll like (laughs) flip it around and i'm like what are you doing you're hurting it yeah, that would stress the hell out of me, man. But it's yeah. designed that way. It's like my new phone I just got is waterproof, and I'm like, no, that can't be right. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, my phone's waterproof, apparently, as well. I'm, like, I'm not putting that in the swimming pool to find out, because no. definitely yeah. mine will be the faulty one. Um, so I'm fancy. I'm very fancy, and I have, like, a good tablet, so it's like an iPad Pro. So Ooh. mine does the functions of a laptop, but it's a lot more like convenient for me for nice. sure. travel purposes. Hell so yeah. I'm going to go with my trusty, trusty la- tablet. Tablet. I, I don't even have a laptop. Oh, my Freudian so. slip there and joined team laptop <laughs> anyway, though. So yeah. we can yeah. tell where she really wants something. to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In her heart of hearts. <laughs> it, she knows. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Spotify or Apple Music? Oh, Spotify. Oh, Spotify. <laughs> Easy, yeah. I don't really use either. I just go back to YouTube. Can I choose YouTube again? I use YouTube <laughs> yeah. to listen to music. <laughs> Secret I of might PC. allow it. I might allow it for this one. I'm a Spotify That's lover. Because yeah. I already subscribed to Spotify and then Apple Music decided to get involved and I was like, I'm not paying for two memberships to listen no, to no. the same music. So, sorry, Apple, but you've lost out. And then finally, I feel like we should all know the answer to this one, but audiobook or podcast? Oh, podcast. <laughs> I think podcast, honestly. Imagine if we all went I think, I think I have to go podcast. <laughs> that right? would be hilarious. All our listeners would riot. <laughs> and that was this or that. Yay. Oh, that was so that fun. Was so right. fun. It's a very awesome. good icebreaker. I appreciate that. That is. Yeah. So what did you guys read? Ah. We read two books. We did Interview with a Vixen by Rebecca Barrow, and we did Field Notes on Love by, I believe, Jennifer E. Smith. And they were super fun, both of them. I, I liked them a lot. Did What did you guys think? Yeah, because we all read the same two, right? So. Right? I hope, I hope <laughs> yeah, that I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we read Field Notes on Love. It was one of the episodes that we did a joint. Well, we both read this because most weeks we each read a different book, but we both read Field Notes on Love. And yeah, then in the last week, we both had an interview with the Vixen as well, which was a lot of fun. It's actually quite good that when I when we sat down and we were like, right, what book should we recommend? And we picked Field Notes on Love, yeah. not yeah. knowing what Interview with the Vixen was going to be like. But actually, the books are very close in their <laughs> yeah. like, fun yeah young sort of writing style which was yeah. quite it was quite clever really it's i very mean coordinated. it's like we planned it but <laughs> we did well on that yeah no it kind of like they did tie interestingly like kind of nicely together and especially considering like the season it feels like like we're coming out of halloween and we're moving into like the fun cozy time of year you know winter or whatever mm-hmm. and it was like they kind of were those mm-hmm. two camps in my opinion 
Yes. I mean, Field Notes on Love was just adorable. Yeah. Okay, it super yeah. made me want to take a train ride, though, and oh I, like, God. can't see any people right now, so I was like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't go on a train, it's a tube of yeah, disease. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, planning my next vacation, though. Yeah. I had, every time Cheryl started talking about a party, I was like, um, how many people can you have in one place? I mean, corona disaster. Also, I didn't realize that that interview with the Vixen was published after COVID had started. So Whoa, it, really? Yeah, because I was on the author's Instagram, Ooh. and she was like, it's weird seeing your book published for the first time, like, after it's in stores already. But COVID oh. publishing, and I was like, when did this come out? I guess this weird. this winter. Spring. Oh. Yeah, it's very recent. I think when we had a look f- for our recording, it was very, very recent because Ooh, we were both quite hungry to read the next book. Yeah. And now we've got to wait. Like, what is yeah. even that? Yeah, I know there's the what the Jughead one, but that's the first mm-hmm. in the series. We haven't done that one yet. Huh. The Archie Horror. There you go, Jughead. Do you remember Jughead? Oh, <laughs> do they talk about him going fishing? Is that is that where we find out why he ended up on that fishing trip and not part he's of this story? I think so, werewolf. actually. Yeah, he's a werewolf. Oh. Oh, so is he, like, deliberately staying away? Yeah, so we actually we got to talk to Rebecca Barrow about this book, ah. which was yes. super cool. And she said that her communication with the author of the Jughead book was like, okay, we're not going to put Jughead in this one, and we're just not going to talk about it. Yeah, and that, that was would about be a it. lot. <laughs> Try and collaborate. Oh. So I've I've watched like the TV mm-hmm. show, so I, I knew some of the characters, but Laura was very new to all of this, so I was like, I've I'm- literally <laughs> never seen an episode of Riverdale. I'm coming in completely blind. So the thing with this book too, it's like partly based on Riverdale, partly based on the traditional Archie comics, and then there's like modern Archie that's all edgy mm-hmm. and stuff, and so there's the Vampironica series, which it's also. I think mostly based on, but it's not the same exact storyline. It's very interesting. Yeah. I And so there's a Jughead one, too. Yeah, so there's another series called Jughead the Hunger. And there's actually mm. another series called Jughead the Hunger versus Vampironica. That's correct. Which I haven't read. Oh, the battle we've all been waiting for. There's Archie <laughs> versus Predator, too, which is straight up the, like, traditional classic Archie comic style that you would buy in, like, a grocery store checkout line. And um, so good. Except the Predator is, like, ripping people's spines out and stuff, and it's shocking. It's so good, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That sounds wild. So season two, we'll do a crossover, <laughs> yeah. and you'll get our live reactions <laughs> to this book. Yes. It, this one, it sounds so much wild. <laughs> oh, wow. I was like, I was reading this one, and I was actually like, oh, she's so cash about, like, just <laughs> having to, like, kill this vampire. Oh, but yeah. this, this is, like, a new level of, like, just cash. Yeah. Just gotta yeah. take on this predator. It's great. It's fine. No, that one is not, a not all bothered. <laughs> the amount of, like, references and, like, horny 80s jokes they shove into that comic too is insane oh that's amazing <laughs> I need it I need it in my life <laughs> I also am a bit tempted by the joke head being a vampire a, a werewolf mainly because when I was trying to explain to Laura like when I read the blurb and I, she was like I don't think <laughs> he was yeah. mentioned I was like no I think he's on a fishing trip I don't know where he is <laughs> and then she was like oh right okay and now that I know that he's actually you know just off chilling somewhere yeah. just like being a werewolf I know. that just i need that in my life i need to find out what he's doing <laughs> i don't think it was dad. until like the last few pages that i realized jughead hadn't shown up in the entire <laughs> book but i it was like they were like yeah when jughead gets back from his trip and i was yeah. like oh shit yeah jughead hasn't been here at all it was very Veronica heavy. I, when I came to reread the blurb for recording, and I was like, "Oh yeah, so everyone knows the characters." Blah, blah, blah. Jug, jughead? There's a Jughead. Yeah, That's don't me. forget his cousin Soupead and sister mm-hmm. Jellybean that are all canon. Is is this a thing? I don't know if you're messing with me or if this is a thing. Those are no, those okay. are all real characters. One hundred percent. Soupead didn't make the show, I don't think, but Jellybean Justice does. Justice for Soupead. Yeah. Justice for Soupead, for sure. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it's also, in the comics, like the original comics, he has a pin that makes him irresistible to women, and that's just oh, a Jughead, sting. not Soupead. Yeah. Thank like, you for clarifying at one point, Betty's well. like... <laughs> yeah. Betty's like, hey, Jughead, you still have that pin that makes you irresistible? And he's like, of course, and puts it on his hat. Like... 
what guys yeah. and i'm also not judging him for like the hat situation but i'm pretty sure he never washes it so like oh no both an irresistible pen and then an unwashed hat meat will yeah <laughs> shouldn't the two just cancel each other out <laughs> i think so jughead's like very weirdly magical in a lot of ways <laughs> that i don't quite understand we're talking a lot about someone who was in neither of the books we <laughs> it's true <laughs> I mean, he could have been in field notes for all we know. He could have just been there, just running along the Maybe train. Maybe that's where he was instead of being in this book. He probably as a would werewolf. take like a train trip to eat some good food or something. Maybe he'd get interviewed by May yeah. and Hugo on their trip. Oh, another yes. unexpected crossover. Someone should write that short story. <laughs> that would be fun. Did you love all the interviews? I love oh the interviews, gosh. and I also I think at one I don't remember where they were. They were on a different train than the first one, and they were like, yeah, and then some people laughed at us when we asked them for an interview, and one guy flipped us off. And I was like, the flipping off seems like a lot, but if I was on a train and someone was like, can we interview you about love? I'd be like, oh, oh no. Uh, who are you? Your your children? Uh Okay. I also can definitely believe the getting flipped off part. Just because, well, like, it. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't do that. It seems no, totally. <laughs> but yeah, I especially since I, I think like, she described course. the character as like an old white man in a white t-shirt or something. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it sounds like the kind of dude that would do that. Yeah, that tracks. What was your guys' favorite part of Field Notes, though? I know it's a big. I think ass. it was when. Um, I think when. She went home when May went home, mm. and their feelings kind of like hit her. And then she realized that when she was like going back through all the footage and stuff, and she actually started to recognize the signs that had been smacking her in the face for yeah. three quarters of the book. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, just how dramatic she was like, oh, it's too late now, guys, it's too late. So it's, it's all over. And then, like, her dad's there, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got someone to tell me Are you kidding? Me? I think that was my favorite bit, but I'm just a sucker for like romance like that. You know, like that. Oh, that I, I didn't know what was there. <laughs> I I feel like my favorite was um, the texts between like Hugo and his siblings, and the whole yeah. thing those of having those kind of different chats. Because especially, I mean, even more so now when most of my interaction with family is through text. I've got like a chat with just my brother, a chat with my dad and my brother, a chat with my mom and my brother, <laughs> and like. There's always that thing of, okay, where do I send this particular meme? Who's going to appreciate this most? Is this just for my brother or is this for the wider family? And there's that element of like um, right. them talking about each other behind their back in different chats. And I just I just really mm-hmm. liked that. I thought that was great fun. What about you guys? I Oof. really appreciated that there... Like, I feel like so many books have conflict that is just the most avoidable and like irritating. <laughs> so like I was super mad at Hugo for watching the mm-hmm. video. Oh, God. Because, right. like, obviously it's... that was a bad move. I get why he did. Also, but did not he defend also... him. Yeah, he also came clean about it pretty... Well, no, he didn't come clean on purpose. <laughs> he, like, fucked yeah, up. He and then he out. He owned it. His apology yeah. was pretty good, though. His apology was genuine, and, like... No, yeah. I feel like it was, like, a valid thing that happened and not, like... I don't know, he was hugging someone and then she yeah. walked in and then they had a giant oh, fight so that annoying. could have been avoided by a word. <laughs> yeah, right. And I also, when he was when he was gonna stay in that hostel in Chicago, and I was like, guys, just share the fucking hotel room. <laughs> like, you can get a cot, it's I know. fine. They're <laughs> making such a big deal. Like, two people can't possibly sleep in the same room without sleeping in the same bed. Right, and like, maybe it's because I'm gay, and so like, I... <laughs> frequently share a room with people that are of the gender I'm attracted to and it's like not a thing. I mean, just coming at this from like me and Laura both by, so mm-hmm. sure. I know same. realistically that lying in a bed even with somebody of the same sex or the opposite sex does not automatically mean all the fun bits stick together. <laughs> like, right, there's gotta exactly. be like there's gotta be a couple of moves before what? that happens. So it's not like you go, oh we're gonna share the bed. Oh no, our our fun parts are now like just hanging out with one another like right exactly (laughs) if you just get in bed and you're in a situation where a a a stray like sneeze could slip something in then it's like (laughs) then you both already realized you each want to have sex with the other person that was the decision you both made (laughs) well and i'm sure that like like the room was probably a queen or whatever but like 
you could probably ask to be switched to a, like a twin bedroom. <laughs> yeah. How long did yeah. it been? Probably like maybe they would have said no, and then you could have been like, "Can I have a cot?" Which is what they did. But like, you could ask. Yeah. Like yeah. unless it was like a game week or something. Most hotels are willing to work with you. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, most hotels, it's it's the opposite way around. Like, yeah. it's, it's just getting a twin room and asking for a queen. Mm-hmm. That's when you probably struggle, not the other way around. They'd be like, why don't you want to share a room together? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was glad that they finally did. But, like, <laughs> also, like, nobody wants to stay in a hostel. <laughs> if you don't have to and you have a paid-for room. <sighs> I also just love how brave he was. Like, oh, is there any other, like, people with the same name that want to come in a chat? Oh, my God. I was really like, mad at his girlfriend, though, in the beginning. I was like, oh, my God. Poor thinking was this. What? Why did she think this was a- And why didn't he just be like, fuck you, I can't use these? Yeah, that was, like, the biggest leap in logic to me that was... And I get, like, not wanting to hit up the girl who just broke up <laughs> with you. But it would get... it Like, I don't know where he was, but... And Ezra in that state would have found it slightly delicious to be able to call your ex and be like, hey, remember that nice gesture? It's not nice. (laughs) So, you know, like, wouldn't he want to take that opportunity? Theoretically? Fuck you. Your gift was a bad one. (laughs) You know, except he, like, liked her and stuff still. That's true. He was all like, you know how, like, you broke my heart and you trampled on it and then broke up with me and gave me my birthday present? Well, now you need to pay more money to change the name. And can we talk about yeah. what a fucking gossip Alfie is? Like, oh my Christ. Dude. Alfie was so L- funny though. Can you not tell everyone everything? Like when and he met fact- up with her for coffee in San Francisco and he- she's like, so Alfie told me the juicy parts, but not the whole story. So I have a weird warped view of this and like, yes. I'm mad about it. Because Alfie doesn't have the whole fucking story. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so Alfie, though, what a lot. The worst part about Alfie was, like, when he's like, oh, you know I've got a big mouth, and it's like, okay, like, (laughs) you can't just be like, that's just the way I am, bro. Yeah, I'm just gossipy all the time. Oh, I guess I'm just kind of awful at keeping stuff to myself. That's just my character trait. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I guess so. Ugh, Alfie. But yeah, my favorite part. I, I don't know, like, I, I think there were, like, a lot of little favorite parts I had. I really love towards the end when May kind of realizes Nana's truth in saying how young people always think they're the first to do something. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Like, when she's like, yeah, because how could anyone ever have felt this way before? And then all of, like, I, I guess it wasn't really one part, but a lot of the parts where it was kind of Hugo trying to, or coming to the realization of what he wanted to do, and even if that was just traveling. Because I was there, like, two years ago. I think I probably had a very different experience than uh, Hugo. But, yeah, like, I, it just resonated with me a lot. And uh, it was a really, really, I don't know, like I said, cozy book. So I feel like... Um, reading this book, I'm in that middle zone of, like, relating to the characters at their age and also relating to all of their parents. <laughs> and the fact that, like, May was like, I'm gonna take a cross-country trip trip with my roommate to, um, California, and her dads were just, like, like, they had some questions, but I would have been like, okay, give me her phone number and her mom's mm-hmm. phone number, and we should all talk about logistics, because... Also, we're gonna meet for dinner. Right? Like, <laughs> like and that doesn't even seem like an overbearing thing to me. It's just like, well, no. this makes sense that we've all met. I don't know, what if she's super terrible instantly, or her mom's, like, yeah. super homophobic, and then you don't want to, like... Yeah. I, basic I mean, like, parents parent meet roommates when they go, yeah, when they, like, move right. in. Right! So, and then, like, like Hugo's made more sense because he was like, I'm just going by myself. And his parents were like, mm, okay, um, <laughs> sure. I guess so. But for May to be like, yeah, just doing this at 18 with, and like, I guess technically they, they're adults and they can do that, but I would have had more questions as a parent. Yeah. Sure. I felt like maybe part of why they allowed it is because she could be like, well, fuck you, I'm doing it anyways. And they couldn't stop her but like it didn't seem like they had that right. kind of relationship though it felt like quite a like, no. like it felt like no. they could have said at least we'd really like to meet her right. first without that being a contentious thing and the fact that they didn't was and a bit like, weird 
they didn't even try. <laughs> like, there wasn't no. even like a, oh, well, you can't meet her mom because of this reason. But like, no. there was no effort to meet anyone's parents. It would have been nice to see her like fumbling as well. Right. You know, like, you know, just that part where he's like, well, can I, can I speak to her? And then she's like messaging Kugo and she's like, can you put on a lady voice? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Grab that one of your sisters fun. or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would have been good. God, but I totally would have wanted to do that shit at 18, and I probably would have, like, had a similarly well-thought-out cover story of, like, uh, I'm just gonna take a trip by myself, and there's gonna be no, no boys there at all. That seems weird you specified that. And I'm gonna suspiciously take my video camera. (laughs) Yeah. To, with me for this girl that I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. With also not very much money, so like, other than, yeah, I'm not trying to like make this like dirty, but like, I'm gonna go on this cross country trip that I don't have the money for with my video camera and my new roommate, who's also a girl. Both yeah. of these are sketchy. And like, was she just gonna keep it a secret forever, or was she just? I did kind of feel like she expected her nan to tell them like as soon as she left. <laughs> I think she did expect that, honestly. And then she was just gonna deal yeah. with the fallout. Yeah. Yeah. Nan should have been her Archie, not Archie, Alfie. Um, her, Nan should have <laughs> yeah. been her Alfie, and she just didn't. So then May had to be like, "Oh yeah, I've been lying to you actually for weeks now, Soz." Suddenly making it so much worse than if it had just been like they found out the day after and they could have got their freak out out of the way. Although they seemed very chill about it. I, if I'd been the parents in that situation, I think I would have flipped out, mostly because of the lying. Like, why wouldn't you tell me who you were actually with? Because what if you'd been murdered and I had no right. idea who was there? Right. And then you would have been like, of course she was with her new roommate and the police would have been like, no, she no. wasn't though. What kind of terrible parents are exactly. you that you don't even know who she's with? Yeah. And it's like, at that point, too, how are you going to track her down? Because, like, she's probably somewhere in the middle of the country. And it's like, oh my God. Think about your poor father. It's a big country, you guys. It's It's really big. (laughs) So many places she could be murdered. You know, Hugo's having, like, so many little midlife crises about the size of this country, but at (laughs) no point do they stop to think. And we're here, untraceable. I mean, what a fun crossover, though. Like, Imagine if, like, Field Notes and Love, like, sort of met the They'd interviews. stopped with... in Riverdale along the way. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then, like, got involved in that weird vampire situation. Oh, hey, and then they hotel start, opening. Like, oh, you know how I massively lied to you? Well, now I'm a vampire. <laughs> I went to this party at Cheryl's house, and... Now I'm undead. <laughs> now. Yeah. But it don't worry, like we're the, gonna kill the... this other vampire and it'll be fine. It's so cash, don't worry about it. Yeah. It would be that. the second book in the series and it, like them the whole vampire thing is like a big test to their relationship. <laughs> yeah. Just to like make sure they can actually. Well and then there's gotta be some like it. some love triangle stuff where like, oh, Archie's being flirty with May because Archie can't keep it in his pants. Like, Archie seems to flirt with everybody. Yes. That's fantastic. But Hugo really wants to share a coffin with May. Uh, yeah. But Archie's bought, <laughs> bought a coffin. Like, so which coffin is May going to pick? And then Betty's there, Betty with her eyes. Yes. And, you know. Mm-hmm. Veronica, who's changed her outfit now, so she's definitely not even the same person mm-hmm. because she's and completely then, like, changed her outfit. She's very goth Garrett now. shows up because he realized he loved May after all and oh, he gets turned into a vampire. <laughs> He'd be one of those, like, super existential philosophical vampires, wouldn't he? He'd be so broody. <laughs> yeah, God, what would. is that movie with the super hipster vampires? Uh, uh only, only Lovers, lovers Left Lo- Alive? Only Have you seen, yeah. that? I seen that? I knew you were going there. <laughs> it's super no. good. And it, what is his name? Tom Hiddleston? You got it. And Tilda Swinton are vampires, and wow. they're extremely aesthetic. And it's filmed in Detroit, which is also extremely aesthetic. And, yeah. um... Basically, they just have infinite time. So Tilda Swinton's thing is books, and Tom Hiddleston's thing is music, and they just do that for eternity. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty choice. That sounds like a mood. Well, that's the series that we need. That's the series that it's we need. It's very arty, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly. That That's who Garrett would be as a vampire, <laughs> though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Just pining then, in his room full of films? He would just sit around and endlessly critique classic <laughs> films, because he's yeah. that kind of guy. Oh, May, all your interviews of, like, Betty and the gang, just subpar, <laughs> subpar. Where was the emotion? Oh, my, no. You didn't I interview like... yourself, May. Oh, I was so ready to hate because him. Because you're dead? <laughs> <laughs> Make it work. 
You lost your only opportunity to get in front of the camera, May. God. <laughs> that guy. Now you never will. Damn it. I would read that. Do you have like a Justice Award? We love a Justice Award, so we tend to hand them out to either characters who didn't get uh, the justice that they need, oh. or sometimes like a plot thread that comes to nothing but gets mentioned. And I actually can't remember what ours was. I don't know if we have, but I like that. Joe, I think you did justice for the grandmother because you were like, why does this always happen to grandparents yes. in YA? Yeah. 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 It was. I was torn between then the grandparents or the old couple they interview. Yeah. Because I, I think I wanted more of them. But that I think was really yeah. sweet. Made more sense. Yeah. I could have like watched a movie just about the yeah. all of their meals, like she was talking about. I want to be that old couple. Seriously, right? They were so cute. I don't know about you guys, but for the old dude and the couple, I was picturing like one of those. Kind of like short, like Texan looking guys with like very white hair and like a big mustache. Oh, like the guy from The Big Lebowski? Maybe. I don't remember what he looks like. He looks oh, like a cowboy. Yeah, kind of like Sam Elliott, yeah. yeah. Except oh, shorter and fatter. Elliot. I know who that is. He was just picturing yeah. a cowboy. He's on the ranch. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Definitely the right person. With the mustache, he's like. Exactly. He's got to have the mustache. Mm hmm. Gosh, that's a good one. I'm trying to think, like, in either of them, um, characters I wanted more of. Or plots. I like how Jason Blossom just wasn't in Interview with the Vixen at all. I did actually like that, um, yeah. yeah. In the comics... I have a few questions. Is he, is he the twin of Cheryl? Yes. Or is he just... Yeah. Okay, so why is he in Switzerland? So... <laughs> and she's just, like, subpar, not even allowed to go to Switzerland. In Riverdale... She has to carry on her education. I think it's a Riverdale thing, because in Riverdale, he's, like, dead. Um, yeah. And so they're like, well, we don't want to include him. But in the comics, Cheryl is so different. Like, the original comic, Cheryl's super different. She's, like, the oh, yeah. feistiest, sassy girl who has no shame for anything and always does crazy shit and just comes out on top because she doesn't give a fuck. So like yeah. she I think there's one comic where she's like, I'm gonna make a movie and she just it's the worst bad oh movie ever. Gosh. It's like Sharknado levels. <laughs> and then everyone is laughing and she's like, Yeah, I did make this fucking great movie because I'm the best at everything I've ever done. And Jason's characterization is he's just like, I don't know, a kind of bad boy that has a crush on Betty and yeah, like, like kind of goes along with Cheryl but like doesn't bastard. always and then in Riverdale the show they have this weird incest thing going where they seem yeah. to be in love with each other but it's not clear well that's a and Riverdale's actually based on that's shown up. it's actually yeah. based on Afterlife with Archie loosely which was another Archie horror title where the incest the was canon and yeah. um he wasn't dead in that one. That's the one where Sabrina brings Hot Dog, the dog, back to life, and then he's turns everyone into zombies. Riverdale's think got a Pet lot going Cemetery on. with Archie. So yeah, Jason. I'm not I think... laughing at any of that. I'm laughing at Laura's reaction. So putting him in Switzerland was like was like the simplest way. They were like, we don't want to kill him off because there's enough angst already. Uh -huh. We don't want him to mm -hmm. yeah. be sleeping with his sister so let's just put him in switzerland we should have asked rebecca about that i didn't think to <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll email her i was gonna say we're gonna have her on again yeah. we'll ask her yeah ask her and just say the island really wants yeah to <laughs> inquiring minds on the desert island are wondering why is he yeah. in switzerland because i i was like when joe asked me about justice I'm pretty, i think my answer was justice for the brother although it took me a while to remember that he was there which is why i was like that's that's why he deserves justice because i forgot he existed yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe switzerland is a metaphor and he's actually <laughs> dead it's like he's in a better place now by which i mean switzerland by which i also mean dead <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, in the TV show, it's very weirdly set up, like how he dies, because him and Cheryl, like, literally go down to the lake holding hands, both <laughs> dressed exactly the same. She's in a white mm. dress, crisp white dress, and oh, he's yes. in, like, a crisp white shirt, chinos, and then they end up in the lake drowning. They, like, in, the in a rowboat, like, <laughs> yeah. And I don't then know they cut to much... Cheryl, like, Streak mascara on the shore, soaking wet. I think I wet. need to watch this show because it sounds really Season weird. Season one is like oh, yeah. we did a podcast like, about it. <laughs> it 
want to listen At some along. point, it gets to the point where Cheryl calls Jason, at this point now dead, her soulmate. Where it's like, <laughs> that yeah. kind of level mm-hmm. of stuff. Like, yeah. I love Ezra, but I don't think I would call you my soulmate. Sorry. Megan, you're wicked not my soulmate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're close siblings. We're very close, but yeah. We do a podcast together. <laughs> yeah, we talk more than any siblings yes. should. No. <laughs> Probably. That's not true. Talking uh, about weird relationships in Interview yeah. with the Vixen... They really laid on the whole daddy thing from Veronica, didn't they? Like, it's yeah. in the show quite predominantly, but then it was just that every time she's like, daddy, mom. Daddy, mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, huh. why is she so daddy? What is why has she got so many daddy issues? I think, she honestly, that's like issues. a big yeah. holdover from the comics. And she also, probably. Daddy kins in the comics. Oh, wow. So yeah, even it's, not, that, yeah. it's way worse. Yeah. It's also probably like, Honestly, some character building on Rebecca's part to play into the aforementioned daddy issues that are major in this book. Because, yeah, yeah, as as you guys know, that's, like, a big part of it, too, right? Yeah, like, you could tell that she would quite happily live with the fact that her mom is dead, but her dad... (laughs) Oh, oh, oh God. It's worse than a car accident, knowing that her dad is dead. (laughs) I mean, it goes, Pearl's dad dead, being a vampire. (laughs) I know, and it's always the shittiest dads that get those reactions, yeah. too. Well, that's because they've got the issues from them. She's got so that's much true. left to yeah. prove to yeah. him. How is she going to prove him wrong about her if he's dead? That's, like, that's the true. whole... Yeah, her mom just fucking loves her like a nerd. Yeah, what a loser, God. <laughs> what a nerd. <laughs> Doesn't have to prove anything so to that. Yeah. What am I going to prove to you, what mom? What character traits can I build off this? Well-adjusted? That ain't going to sell books. <laughs> Out of the way, Mom! That won't sell tickets. <laughs> God. Oh, uh, that's good. But shout out to the rest of the Riverdale parents who yes. didn't show up at all in this book. Who gave zero shits about Oh, God, kids. yeah. Dylan's mom just like... You want pig blood? Here. Just like, hey, yeah, bring this girl over. <laughs> Hide out in the in the room making exploding steaks. It's all cool. Dylan is definitely... Because he's very different in Riverdale, too. But in the comics, he's yeah, just he's super like a... genius that can invent anything. Uh-huh. Like, at one point, he invents a portal to another dimension. What? Yeah, he invents, that he uses like, as a fucking closet. Yeah. He's just like how Archie Comics gets away with doing whatever they want. That and the fact Basically. that Mr. Lodge is canonically the richest man in the world. World. <laughs> okay. The world, Yeah. The world. So between Veronica's money and Dilton's genius, they can do anything and just be like, yes. "Money genius, it's fine." Money plus genius like equals any of the We regularly have Santa, elves, <laughs> aliens. Yeah, elves are a thing. Basically, anything else you can imagine. There's one comic that I've never read, and I need a copy of it more than anything. Where Betty gets amnesia and joins the circus as a like a bikini mud wrestler. And that's a thing that happens what? in Archie Comet. God, I love Archie And Comet. I want it so bad. I'm like, please. Amazing. Find and send yeah. me this comic. There's so many good ones. I mean, there's The Visit, which we did with another podcast. It's just aliens um, that I think it's just like, like a random take them strip. for sex purposes. Yeah, they're like it's like a big muscly man alien and, and like he's a like, big I muscly want Betty woman and alien. And the woman's like, Well, and I want Archie for reasons. Their names are like Blort and Bigzack <laughs> or something like that. It's like when they couldn't think of alien names in the seventies, so they just smashed some <laughs> word letters together. Okay. Yep. It's my favorite. Plot twist. Plot twist. Yeah. It gets <laughs> real vampires, weird. Are, vampires are like the Yeah, I didn't realize that real, vampires though. are basically just mainstream as far as Archie is. People concerned. think Archie and they think like love triangle between teens, and that's a large part of Archie, but And that's a lot of vampire fiction. It's a deep well. It's been around yeah, for eighty years. Yeah, oh yeah, it's crazy, man. Oh, there was something we wanted to ask, because obviously oh, please. for listeners as well, like you could probably tell that me and Laura are British. We live in England. <laughs> so there are a I couple had no of idea. things. <laughs> we hide it well. <laughs> we hid it well. <laughs> we hide it so well. So when we were reading, I was trying to, well. 
Laura asked me and I didn't actually know because I'm not that versed in it. But Riverdale was founded by families and we wondered, is that quite normal in America? Like, Because like I know in Vampire like, Diaries, oh. the founding families is a big thing too. And then when I read this and it was like, oh, the founding families, the founding families, I was like, is this, is this really a thing? Or is this not so much a thing that's played up in some I feel like that's more of a thing on the East Coast because that's like yeah. the original cities were on like you know, New York, New England area, and you actually know history in that part of the country. Like, right. I live in Chelsea, Michigan, which was like, it's not even, I think it was technically incorporated as a city in like the 90s and so we there's really alive. not anything I remember there. when it happened. Like, it was yeah. a village before that, but like, I don't know who... Who found like, it or my, why? <laughs> my guess is that it used to happen more, and so there's probably a few towns where it's like, oh yeah, they're one of the founding families. Or if you're but a history I don't nerd. Know. I guess, like, actually, in the, the, the city I went to school in, I don't know if they were quite founding families, but there were like two or three families that were like instrumental in the early days of the town just because like they owned a lot of land or they had a lot of money so they could do a lot i don't i don't know that's a good question that's one of those things that i just kind of am like yeah (laughs) yeah sure it's like a thing in media more than in real life i was just i was thinking like schitt's creek you know um like the comedy series like the shits still live there don't they like he's the mayor yeah isn't that technically set in canada though is that set in canada I think it is set in yeah. Canada, but that is a good point. I'm sure it still happens, honestly. I definitely don't think where I live in Derbyshire, they've got a founding father. <laughs> I don't think we have that. I don't think we have that. I feel like if you did have a founding father in Derbyshire, they'd be very, very old. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe the lakes. We have a lot of lakes. We have the Peak District. So maybe mm-hmm. it's the lakes or the founding fathers, really. Maybe the okay, lakes there you people. <laughs> <laughs> The Water Fathers. <laughs> we yes. should start our own comic series based on the uh, the secret founding family. The lakes. Which is actually yes. just lakes. Lake Fathers is so much better. Why did I say? Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Continue. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of some of my favorite parts of Interview with the Vixen. Just to yeah. Okay, no, I, I hand down have a favorite adored. part of Interview with the Vixen, which is the part where Veronica is like... Okay. Oh, the old Veronica would have turned her nose up at killing someone. <laughs> As if, like, it would have been an oh etiquette yes. no-no to kill someone before. Oh, but Veronica. now that she's a vampire, she's over like, that particular social nicety. I fully <laughs> ship Cheryl Veronica pairing. Oh my that god, is, yes. My, there were I vibes love it there. To the nth degree. Uh, we asked Rebecca about that, and she was like, mm, I don't know, maybe it could be yeah. what was implied by that. And I was like, yes, yes, I'll write this fan wink, fiction wink. and mail it to you. <laughs> there um, we go. Maybe it'll be the next Twilight. Maybe. Yeah. Or, wait, no, Fifty know. Shades oh, of Grey. Yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. You never, ever know. I mean, in this yeah. day and age, you mm-hmm. literally will never know. <laughs> <laughs> you will never know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not calling them out, but the film after. <laughs> after is it After We Collided? Yeah, After We Collided. What's that? No one saw that coming. It used to be a Harry, Harry Styles fan fiction. Oh, really? What? Yeah. Oh my That's god! That's amazing. I'm that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is why I think it, I think the person's American who wrote it. Don't quote me on this though. I haven't really done all of my history on it. <laughs> it sounds but, about um, right. Maybe maybe cut this part out because I don't want to <laughs> no, shame anybody. <laughs> I was but, just um, about to ask you guys about your favorite fan fiction, so I think we'll have to keep it in. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, That's fine. Right. So I, the. <laughs> When they cast the the characters for the the Netflix film, um, Harden is I think obviously he's meant to be Harry Styles and he's so British. But I mean, even when I'm <laughs> I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh my god, he's he's more than like the Queen's British. He's just like <laughs> oh. a different level of British. That super just, British. I'm just a bit like they've made a new British. kind of British. Yeah, literally, like it's leveled up. <laughs> I did like um, that we we talked about Field Notes on Love because it's like in the US and in England and yeah. the podcasters we're also from those places <laughs> yeah. I, I know it was a nice that. little joining now we all just need to take a train together when yes. there's not a you know, after the pandemic, pandemic we can take a train all over the place yeah <laughs> from, <laughs> from the US England to, to the, the UK US. yeah, yeah. 
and lie to our parents about who we're traveling with in the true spirit of the book. We'll have to wear blindfolds, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> That's getting weird. Get, yeah, getting a bit weird. It's a little bit. Hey guys, what's your favorite fan fiction? <laughs> Why are you you do not have this? to answer that. You don't have to answer thing. that. It was a joke. It was a joke. Well, I used to be a fan fiction writer. Same. Fabulous. What? So I'm going to say my my work. Good, what, good answer. What uh, did you write about? I used to write Harry Potter fan fiction. That's all I'll say. I've now. read a lot of Harry of Potter fan fiction. So, but I but I'm trying to keep the two mm-hmm. worlds separate. But I'm proud that I came from fan fiction. Nice. And I'm proud that I wrote That's it. Legit. But I don't want to like say the pieces or my name, my pen name. That's so okay. I okay. I'm obsessed That's with fair. the show Twin Peaks, and um, there's a very limited amount of fan fiction because it's niche and it's mostly old people that like it, and so yes. they don't write fan fiction as much. So I think I have read all of the <laughs> wow. fiction for Twin Peaks. But one of my favorite games with my wife is to look up like for whatever show we're watching, like what the top pairing is for fan fiction. That's such a good idea. Yeah. It's fun. And then sometimes it's like a straight couple, and I'm like, what is this? I don't understand. <laughs> just watch the fucking show. Yeah, I'll just watch any media, and that's what it is. Yeah. What about you guys? My only real experience, I, like, I don't know if I've read a ton of fan fiction, to be honest. Um, I think really my only experience with it was in college. I was dating someone who was, like, way into certain fandoms, and so, as a gesture that went completely unappreciated, <laughs> one night I sat down and wrote like a twelve-page oh fanfic God, so cute. that combined all of their like favorite fandoms. Um, what fandom and I'm still are you quite proud about? of that. Was that what fandoms are they? It was like seven or eight of them. Um, like I don't know who this like, person is, so you can tell us. Yeah, let's We're not see. Okay, tell so them. it was it was Doctor Who, Supernatural. Uh, oh god. Like, uh, Marvel's Thor and Loki. Lord of the Rings, specifically Frodo and Sam. Okay. Sherlock. God, I feel like there was more. Oh, Attack on Titan. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> and I think Nicolas Cage made it in there. Okay, uh, just the guy. Just the, the man, Nicolas Cage. I do get weirded out when there's fan fiction about, like, real people and not characters. Like He was yeah. the villain of it, at least. I think so. it's, like, I don't know, it's almost too far for me. <laughs> like, yeah. hmm. Yeah, that yeah, was it, Yeah, there though. is something a bit odd about writing fan fiction about, like, the ones where you take people who, who really exist and you set it in this world mm-hmm. where they really exist and you just treat them like puppets and it's like these these are yes. real human beings like they're not characters that someone else has made up that you can take some creative liberty with there's a podcast <laughs> i follow and like someone my wife knows is like big in the like the fan community for this podcast and she wrote a fan fiction of like one of the hosts with like a guy they Ooh. talked about a lot and there was so much Ooh. drama and I think she got like kicked out of the fan club Ooh. or something. Whoa. It was a lot. Oh. Yo, okay, so that's why you don't write non-consensual fanfic, yeah. guys. So as a disclaimer for all the listeners, I I I don't I, I love fan fiction. Write all the fan fiction your heart desires, but please don't include <laughs> me in it. Please. Make it consensual, guys. <laughs> Just like everything, fan fiction should be consensual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am off limits. My face, That's, my yes, voice, agree. and my hair. <laughs> yes. Or, and like, okay, no, I'm not even going to leave, put that out there. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't open the door. Just don't do it. Just Keep don't it closed. Do it. Please. All right. <laughs> well, now that we've discussed fan fiction. <laughs> hey, I told you guys you didn't have to answer, okay? Yes. You did say that, you did. I did say that. <laughs> Very true. Fan fiction is the way to do it, I guess. It's how you get That's famous. That's our official decree. That's the yeah. lesson yes. to take from this podcast that was not initially about fan fiction at all. You guys, let's start you know, a spin-off podcast guys, about fan fiction. <laughs> that would be what, great. I mean, I'm down. Okay. I'm down. We, can, we, we can read and not... critique, discuss. <laughs> Did Send we not read yes. for this podcast? I feel like as we'll do dramatic readings. 
<laughs> no, it's fine. I was just trying to say, did we not read some fan fiction for today's episode? We read some <laughs> sure. short. No, I just meant like, it wasn't about fan fiction in general. We were supposed to be talking about two quite specific no, that's books. But if it's, it's just fan fiction about yeah. Archie comics and then fan fiction about love. Oh, isn't all stories fan fiction about love? Yes. <laughs> That's all a love story is. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Oh, <laughs> I watched The Haunting of Bly Manor recently, Ooh. and like one of the takeaways is, isn't art all ghost stories just love stories? And it's like, no, no. I don't think that's no. true. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not the case. Not all of them. <laughs> Definitely not. I mean, what about Friday if, if there the 13th, guys? <laughs> the, the love story for the ages. I mean, we're definitely going into territory now that I, I, I won't be able to relate to because I'm too terrified of horror films. Incredibly <laughs> fair. Yeah. Like, even just the thought of Friday the 13th, I'm like, oh god, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> just the mere concept of it. Hey, we just were, had so a were you having a, I was yeah. going to say, yeah, were you having a rough day on Friday? <laughs> <laughs> the day I'm fine with. The day okay. is fine. The movie or anything uh, like fictional related to it, I'm like, oh no. Definitely someone's going to die. I'm not down. If you both were going to a desert island and you could only take Interview with the Vixens or Field Notes on Love, which one would you take? That's a hard question. So I feel like is Field question. Notes on Love is such a like happy, happy bite of like I don't know. This is a nice story about travel that you can't right, do right well. now. <laughs> and some teens yeah. making questionable choices. Um, but also, <laughs> Interview with the Vixen is teens making terrible choices and going to parties, which I also can't do right now. <laughs> hmm. And becoming vampires, I mean, which I can't do ever ends up with a pool battle. That is true. Where someone gets staked. That's my favorite part of Field Notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. I think I'm gonna say Interview with the Vixen because I love the little horror and also Veronica's fun fashion montages were pretty yeah. great. Those were good. And then I can write my, my Cheryl Veronica fan fiction in the sand. Oh, yes. And it just becomes the island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go with Field Notes, honestly. Like, Aww. I really loved Interview with the Vixen. Like, it was super fun. But I, I was just thinking, is that a book that I want to just reread? And being honest, there's some parts that were a little bit too gross for me. <laughs> there is some, That made me a little yeah. physically uncomfortable. Yeah. A lot of stuff with veins really fucks hey. me up. Um, so fair, I don't want to just like reread that forever. Fair. Um, and Field Notes on Love was just such a fun little like happy time. And like to be able to like step off the island and go somewhere else in a train sounds really nice. Yeah. It's very wholesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Very, very wholesome. It's yeah, like definitely. the conflict didn't make me too upset, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. At no point was I like, God, you guys fucking suck. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> ever hate like, the characters. Yeah, they were two people Which trying is, yeah. to do basically the right thing and occasionally yeah. making inevitable mistakes. But, like, they were good people yeah, at the end of the day. Yeah, being teens. And everybody exactly. makes dumb mistakes at that mm-hmm. age. Like, you can't oh, yeah. not. They're pretty oh, good yeah. mistakes for being 18-year-olds on a train going across Remarkably the country. Remarkably smart 18-year-olds. Yeah. I was struck by how witty and clever they were. <laughs> I was like, no teens are these cool. But also, he did immediately lose his credit card. Oh my god. I mean, <laughs> talk true. about proving yeah. his parents yeah. exactly right. Like, arise in a new and country. Like, oh, thank god it wasn't his parents. How does his replacement card work that he was like, can you mail it to the hotel? And then he gets to the hotel and his mom's like, yeah, I guess it didn't show up. It's like, did you ask it to? <laughs> like... Did you mail it to the wrong hotel? I don't understand what you mean. It's holding out. For, like, I know it was a joke that it's holding out for the beach, but like... Is that your way of saying I forgot to call <laughs> <Yeah>. them? Because <laughs> if that's the case, just let me know. Also, why didn't Hugo call them? Yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of questions about the credit card situation. Because, uh. like, in my experience, it takes minimum a week for a new card to arrive. Yeah. And that's to, like, my own address where they have it on yeah. record. If I'm like... 
hey, yeah, this isn't suspicious at all, but can you just post a new credit card to a country I don't <laughs> yeah. live in? To a hotel? I was going to say. Like, what yeah. credit card company is going to be like, that is totally legit, have it tomorrow. Like, right. <laughs> I guess when I've seen media before where this happens, it's been like, wire some money to the hotel. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Like, Western Union. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. can see that happening. Of course, then he's just got a bunch of cash, which isn't great either. Yeah. Uh, no, not let's no, But like, I can send money on my phone to people, and he had his phone, so like, couldn't he use his phone to like pay May back or something? I don't know. They directly referenced that. Yeah. Like her, <laughs> she's like, he, she buys something, and he's like, "How do you know I'm good for it?" And she's like, "You can just pay me on your phone." <laughs> yeah. But like, they never oh, talked yeah. about it again. No, I don't think so. I mean, I've had an experience with my bank where I needed a new debit card because mine mine was expiring and they were like, oh, sure. we don't know, it's definitely you. So in seven days, you need to come into the bank and sign for it. And I was like, okay, can you just send it to my house? And he's like, no, <laughs> we don't trust that it's what? you. <laughs> we need to see you in person. See, Joe, if only you'd say, can you send it to a random or... hotel in America? They'd have been like, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. 100% we will send it overseas. That's crazy. We won't even send it to your house, but we will send it overseas. So, like, I think as well, because Hugo's from England, I'm even more suspicious of that part of the book <laughs> because English banks are not, are not easy breezy. Like, <laughs> yeah. They constantly lock your card as well. Like oh, my God, yeah. When I travel, they just go like, oh, you were last at the airport and now you're in Ibiza. That, that, that must mean someone's cloned your card. <laughs> Yeah. It couldn't be that you've flown from the airport that you used your card in to Ibiza. No, no, we're going to cut you off. Cut you straight off. Two months ago, we had charges saying you were buying tickets from London Heathrow <laughs> yeah. to Ibiza. But this couldn't possibly be you. Exactly. We'll just go ahead and set that on fire for you. Um, what did you guys think of the books? Which which would you take to the island with you? Oh, so we had like quite a long conversation, didn't we, about is who the vixens like like so close it's for both so much fun so, and I, that i'm i was yeah. kind of tempted but at the same time i think it i think field notes on love would edge it out for me just because i think it's got a similar oh, kind yeah. of it's got a similar amount of fun and kind of breeziness but without the vampires the biting yeah. each other in the neck yeah. type yeah. deal see i think if interview with the vixen if the if part two and part three were like together so then I have the next bit. So it's ended more satisfying. Yeah. I think it'd yeah. probably edge out because if I'm going to be stuck on as lovely as our island is that we've walked in duty today, <laughs> as, as lovely as it is, I still want like a satisfying ending. I don't no, I don't want to be like going, oh, what's going to happen next? Mm-hmm. Because I don't get books on the yeah. island. So right. <laughs> they're never going to know. <laughs> From like a, just reading this point of view, I loved the way the end left me like, oh, there are so many interesting directions this could take. But for an island read where I may not get another book for like, I don't know how long until our next chance to restock our bookshelves, that that ain't gonna fly. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's fair. But I am so interested in reading the next book. As someone who would always choose horror over most genres, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. That's that fair. Makes sense. Horror person. <laughs> it's a good Although horror I did really... I, I don't like horror... But I did really like uh, the fun, like sort of adjectives that were used in this book and how they could get away with it, like describing that vein. I don't want to say too much because, as we say, <laughs> but like the description around the biting, mm-hmm. I thought that was really fun compared to, like, say, an adult's horror book where it's, it, it it does borderline nearly passing out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whereas in this, because of the the age it's targeted at, it allowed it to be quite fun and uh, use adjectives that you wouldn't normally use for those sort of things and get away with it, which actually added to like the fun when reading it. Yeah. It was like incredibly effective without being too over mm-hmm. the top. Yeah. 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 And I like that was that. like I the like only that. reason that I was really able to get through it was like <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly that point. Well, it's interesting, too, because when we talked to her, she was like, yeah, because she had a phobia that came up in the book, too. And um, yes. I think spiders. She didn't say it explicitly because she was avoiding spoilers, but oh. uh, she was like, it was oh. pretty hard to write that part. Yeah. yeah. And that was a scary ass spider, yeah. too. I have like a really big fear of, I, I, I don't like spiders anyway, but huge spiders that could literally gobble you up. 
mainly oh, yeah. because of the yeah. media. So mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, mm. <laughs> Harry oh, Potter, dude. and then this book. <laughs> Tolkien has a lot to answer for. <laughs> <sighs> oh, yeah. when it went in the film as well when they shot, shot it and it's like spit, I was literally like oh my god that is actually like my nightmare come alive and I'm, I'm watching it and now I'm gonna forever have this imprinted Harry Potter also has the giant spiders mm-hmm. right yeah. yeah yeah dude that second Harry Potter scared the fuck out <laughs> yeah. of me I'll tell you what <laughs> poor yeah. Ron yeah seriously but it's alright we got the comeuppance that we all desired in, yes. in film 6 when uh, the spider died Ooh, yes <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aragog was kind of a dick know. after all. Yeah, yeah. he's like, he did oh, literally no, try and eat, eat Harry and Ron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. It's like, oh, my kids are hungry, and what? you're here. What so can you do? So, <laughs> very good. Cool. Is there anything else we want to touch on before we wrap up? I don't think there's anything else. We even covered fanfiction. No, I think I'm quite. Well, thank you. Like, um. I don't know how you normally end, but we end normally with a huge gratitude yeah, thanks, section. Thanks so, so much for recording. I just recording want to say thank you us. for having us. Yes. Yeah. Thank you guys. It's been this amazing. Yeah. Loved every second. Do we all want to Same. plug our, our social media or website or whatever for people to find us? Yeah, let's do that. So if anybody's interested in listening to more of us, we've got our website, uh, dot com. It is. So yeah, you can find us at theislandlibrary.com where uh, you can find links to all our episodes. You can also check out our Patreon if you are so inclined. We run a book club, which um, we are still welcoming new members to. Um, and you can also find us on Instagram. Uh, you can find basically everything of ours on our website. Which uh, is... That's going to be RiverdaleHighAV.club. Sorry, Megan. I was just going to say, <laughs> we're the Riverdale High AV Club, too, <laughs> to remind you. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like RiverdaleHighAV.club. It's got our, all our social media, our Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebook, our email, um, all our episodes. Um, you can also find us at wherever good podcasts are found. Um, you know, Spotify, Stitcher, the whatever. Ones. The cool ones. Um, but yeah, I think that's honestly really it. So... Thank you guys again. This was such a yes, blast. Thank you so much. Thank you Thanks for- so much. It's been so yeah, much fun you meeting us. you and uh, collaborating yes. on this bonus episode. I know. If we yes. ever want to do this again, I'm down. For sure. Yes. Also. 100%. Yeah. Love that. Yeah.